Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. And the topic for today is one that has to be taken seriously. It's one of the most difficult and discussed topics in therapy. It always saddens me to know that it is still a prevalent problem in our modern day society, and that is emotional abuse. In this episode, we'll be focusing on emotional abuse and help you identify different forms of abuse, the mannerisms or character traits of an abuser, the impact that emotional abuse has on you, and more importantly, how to deal with it um, realistically, and how can we assist you solve the problem of being abused. Ever since the dawn of time, people have bullied, lied to, manipulated, and taken advantage of people weaker than themselves. It's a pandemic in its own right, yet so little attention is paid to it. I hope that through this podcast I can shed some light on the seriousness of emotional abuse. Our first step is to know what is emotional abuse. Emotional abuse is a way to control somebody of weaker character than yourself by criticism, embarrassing them, shaming them, blaming them with abusive words, actions. Abuse can happen in any relationship and is not only restricted to couples or parents and children or siblings. It is one of the hardest forms of abuse to diagnose and identify. The main reason for that, there is a large amount of fear, shame and low self-esteem involved which makes confessing to suffering abuse a huge problem in our society. An abuser's ultimate aim is to control their victim through discrediting them, isolating them and silencing them on every avenue. Even though at times this may be subtle, it is still very real for the victim. If you feel frustrated, worthless, confused, depressed or fearful of somebody in your personal space, then it is most likely that you are in an abusive relationship. So getting down to the nitty gritty, what are the core traits of an abuser? There are a myriad of traits, trust me there are hundreds, but I've listed the ones that are easily recognizable, the ones that are most common. So the core traits of an abuser, making unreasonable demands of you, expecting your full attention 24-7, never being satisfied with what you do, always finding fault in anything you do, criticizing or reprimanding you in public or in front of family and friends, not allowing you to speak freely or offer your opinions, arguing with you in such a manner that they always want to win or always do win. They try to punish you through restrictions or limiting your movements, refusing to accept your feelings or emotions but rather dictating what you should be feeling, ridiculing you when you are asking for something, dismissing your suggestions or advice as nonsense and childish, accusing you of being nerdy or selfish and materialistic. They will often start an argument just for the sake of arguing. In other words, constantly wanting to be superior and suppressing you by winning these arguments. They will often contradict themselves and then blame you for your perceptions. They will intimidate you through emotional outbursts, making you scared, 
of them or scared to displease them. They will question your every action and motive. They are very distrusting of you. They will manipulate your family into believing you are at fault. They withhold any emotion or affection towards you as punishment. Now there are, as I say, several hundred further items or characteristics of an abuser. But let's move on. The impact an abusive relationship has on you. Again, this list is very limiting, but here are the main points. You have very little self-esteem, an overwhelming feeling of worthlessness, you are filled with self-doubt, you start to loathe yourself constantly, you are fearful of any changes or influences in your life, you could land up agreeing with the abuser and doubting your mental stability, you become self-critical to the point of self-harm, you suffer from depression, ulcers, heart palpitations, shortness of breath, anxiety, eating disorders, and even insomnia. So for anybody that can relate to the above items we've mentioned, this is where it gets juicy for you. This is where I will try and point out a couple of ways for you to deal with this scenario. Firstly, we need to recognize and acknowledge that there is abuse. Identify and acknowledge how this abuse is affecting you and then the process to rectify this can begin. Firstly, your focus should change from the abuser to yourself. You need to make yourself the number one priority in your life. Analyze what your needs are and list them if you have to, but keep them front and center in your thought process. Create triggers and actions for yourself to revert back to your reset or default mode. What I mean by this is that a trigger is a mental mechanism and a reminder of sorts that you place in your life at a predetermined point. The purpose of this trigger is to reset your thought pattern and to remind yourself of your goals and priorities. These triggers can take on any form, shape or color you choose. It all depends on your personality type as to which ones work and which ones don't. Its sole purpose is to disrupt your thought patterns in order to remind you of your priorities and chosen path. Instead of blindly going down a certain emotional path that has led you to this place in the past. Positivity becomes vital in this endeavor and you need to use liberal measures of it to increase your outlook on life and force the negativity and its associated bad habits out. Maintain a healthy physical lifestyle is paramount to achieving a mental balance. People who are often in abusive relationships will neglect their physical condition and combined with binge eating and indulgences they stop worrying about their health or well-being altogether. Establish boundaries with the abuser. Make a list of what you are not prepared to put up with and let them know what these are. Be firm and resolute in order to explain to them and maintain these standards. It is critical for the abuser to understand and even more critical for you not to compromise on any that you have listed. You need to keep in mind that you are not to blame here. 
you are not the cause of the abuse. Your non-action may have contributed to it in the past, but you are not at fault here. Always keep in mind that an abuser is an abuser. You will not be able to turn them around to your way of thinking for long before they revert back to their set personality or character. Do not expect that by changing your actions you will change theirs. You can't fix them. Depending on the severity of the abuse, you need to create some distance from the abuser and avoid them at all costs. Do not engage in arguments or any negative conversation at all. Again, based on the severity of the abuse, you may need to move out of their sphere of influence completely. Building a support network is vital here, both for your own safety and mental balance and to have a credible witness to the events and abuse taking place. They help you build your perspective and infuse you with resolve to continue down this path. Work on an exit plan. Sadly, if there is no hope of the abuser changing his or her ways, then a well thought out exit plan is required. Always be mindful that once the abuser becomes aware that you have an exit plan, the abuse may become worse and even turn into the physical abuse at this stage. Make sure your support network are fully informed of your every action should the threat of physical abuse become a reality. Avoid the following potential complications. Attempting to appease the abuser. By trying to defuse the abuse you may tend to comply or go along with them in the misguided belief that they will change or stop abusing you. Please know that things will change for a short term but in the long run the potential for success is very limited. Arguing with the abuser will only result in dramatic escalation of the abuse and has the potential to turn violent. So never get into any arguments or physical altercations with them. Don't justify their actions or try to understand them. To change a person's core personality trait it is a very difficult thing to accomplish and practically impossible from the outside. So do not prolong the abuse by trying to fix them. And in closing, it's helpful to keep these pointers in mind. An abuser is a habitual bully. It is the power trip that is the attraction for them. Sadistic in nature and at their core it all comes down to domination. Do not think you will change them or ever be able to appease them. No matter where you go with your attempts to make things better, their core need is control and the power it invokes in them. You may change the circumstances, but their core need will always be power and control. Have an exit plan both mentally and physically. The thought of the abuser losing his or her power over you may cause an adverse reaction in the abuser. So be prepared. There are no circumstances where emotional abuse is acceptable. There are no set of circumstances that requires you to be abused. Be aware. Catch it early and do not let it become the norm in your life. Once you are settled and have a family and neighbors, a job, etc., it becomes almost impossible to extract yourself without damaging those around you. Never forget, you are the victim. But if you continually allow this abuse, you become an accomplice.
Folks, please do not hesitate to reach out to somebody should you need one. Anyone, just reach out and speak to somebody about your circumstances. You are not alone in this. All the best, folks. Remember to keep an eye out for each other, and we'll catch up again soon. Bye-bye.